Welcome to Guided PPC live stream and podcast. I'm your host Santos and your PPC guide here to help you level up with Google Ads. So uh, let's wait for some folks to join. I'm sorry, this is a three minute delay. <laughs> uh, I somehow my internet was not working, but we are live here now. Awesome. Uh, let's see if we have some questions. Uh, I will start with some, some of the learnings this week that I've had. And uh, once I complete explaining my learnings, I would love to take some questions and answer your questions. So uh, the one learning is that we lost a client <laughs> at tier 11. And this loss of, loss of client was a big lesson. And lesson is actually useful for you. I've made a videos about it and I'm going to share that video. But I want to like give you a quick overview of what was the lesson uh, from that experience. So this client is a furniture retailer, all right? And um, their complaint towards the end of, you know, before parting the ways, we had a call with them. And their complaint was that, hey, uh, we have been getting a lot of phone calls and emails from our website. Uh, they have a B2B section as well. So from the B2B section, they were getting a lot of phone calls and emails. But the problem was that they didn't want the emails to come through a form. They wanted the emails to come through the email ID. So they literally have a link to the email. And uh, they didn't want phone calls to be tracked. We recommended them that, hey, we can use call tracking metrics. And we've done, done this in the past. We have used it uh, with great success for our leads and clients. Uh, let's do that. But they, they refused to do that. So the emails were not tracked, the phones were not tracked, and it was not a web form. And it was very difficult to scale on that campaign, lead gen campaign for them. So um, long story short, they, they, they were parting ways and they said that we were getting a lot of phone calls and emails. But in the end, uh, I mean, not in the end, while working with us, they didn't get the same amount of phone calls and leads and therefore their B2B side of the business, which is sort of the bread and butter, uh, was, not, was not getting the kind of traction they were looking at. So therefore they were suffering and they decided to pull the plug on us. Now, I have an example of, let me share my screen and show you their website so that you can see what I'm talking about. I'm gonna take like five, seven minutes to explain this and then I will take your questions. So keep your questions ready. And uh, once I'm done explaining this, I will take your questions. So let me see if I can hide this. Yes. Oops. No, it doesn't allow hiding. Uh, let me open the trade program page so that. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm going to share my screen and show you what, what happened and where is the learning really. So, um, this is my screen. I think you can see my screen now. All right. So this is their trade program page. They're a furniture store selling furniture online. And they have a B2B section where they want the uh, professionals like, you know, you have interior designers, contractors, and they want the leads from them. So what they said that, you know, um, we want to get leads from this page. On the face of it, this this page looks like pretty well set up you know it says that they are the partners in 
your next project and therefore if you need help you can email call meet or chat with them or you can directly become a partner by filling up a form here but in case you didn't want to fill the long form and that's not um, probably i mean some some would, would not like to fill the form they would like to explore the page if you explore the page you see that they have these details here right so um i want you, i want you to focus especially on this part and this is where the learning is so this part basically say that hey uh, we have 10% discount if you order one to nine items we have 15% discount if you are ordering 10 to 49 items and we have 17% and so on and so forth so basically what they are saying is that if you are a trade partner if you are an interior designer or if you are placing a bulk order here are the discounts for you and you notice this one the discounts are automatically applied at checkout so my question is um why would somebody contact them why would somebody email or call them because they already see the discounts here they already see what's they what they are going to get so what is there to discuss if somebody wants to place an order they would just go explore the website and they they would note down the percentage discount on the quantity and they will just order online or some would even not want to order because you know when they call when they email there is a fair chance of somebody convincing them towards becoming a partner and probably uh, having a good negotiation towards you know uh, cracking the deal but if this is all upfront there is no incentive to call or email and therefore this is more of a funnel problem not so much of a google ads problem so what you can do in google ads you can target the interior designers the contractors and so on and so forth with keywords audience signals remarketing whatever and you can bring them to this website to this landing page but once they are here they don't have any incentive to call or email because everything is here they will either place the order or not or not work with them i have another example where this b2b partner uh, relationship is managed really well and this is a big name by the way wayfair so um this is again a similar business they have retail storefront and they have a page for b2b partners they call them professionals so wayfair professionals now notice the difference here the difference is that if you want to see the professional pricing which is discounted pricing you have to give your email so it's not for everybody you know they're pre qualifying prospects and they're also saying that hey there is an incentive behind this so if you want to explore that partnership give me your email id and create an account join free now this is a sure shot way of getting their emails and i mean if they can uh they put a phone number they will probably get the calls also because all those folks who are looking at bulk orders uh they would have this exclusivity that hey i'm not like a retail customer i'm going to get a better deal and therefore let's let's try and talk to their uh partnership or sales team but in the case of this one there is no incentive so the point i'm trying to make here is that it's not always google ads which can make or break your campaign 
it's actually there are things beyond Google Ads and most likely the funnel, which is where your campaign would not be as successful as it could have been. Therefore, uh, the learning this week for me and therefore for you, because you are on the live stream with me, is that look beyond Google Ads as well. Okay. And once you are looking beyond Google Ads, especially their website, there is one tip I have for you is that try to put yourself in the shoes of that customer, uh, their customer. So for example, if this is a furniture store and they're looking at trade partners who could be the, uh, you know, the interior designers and contractors and so on and so forth, like I said, try and put yourself in the shoes of an interior designer and think, would you contact them if, they, if you came to this landing page? Uh, would you call them having seen all this information? Or if you were brought to an experience like, like this, uh, definitely you would contact them, right? So once you, once you have that perspective, you will be able to figure this out and handhold your client into you know, improving their funnel and therefore you have a chance at making that campaign successful. So that's the learning this week. Now back to the questions. Uh, let me stop sharing my screen. Hey, I mean, nice to see you. And Shivam Pandey, <laughs> uh, nice to see you as well. Awesome. Um, guys, how's it going? And uh, like I said, if you all have questions, you can drop the questions now and uh, I will try and answer that. Hey, Manvi, welcome to the first live stream. I think you're joining us for the first time. So um, great, go ahead, ask questions if you have. And if not, okay, Amin has a question. So let me put his question on the screen. How to get a job as a Google Ads specialist knowing that I have submitted a lot of proposals on Upwork and I didn't get any invitation to an interview and believe that I am better than 50% of candidates? Great question, Amin. And I think uh, this is going to help to help a lot of you who are looking at, uh, you know, doing this freelance or consulting way. So Upwork, if, uh, if you're watching and you're not familiar with Upwork, Upwork is a freelance marketplace where uh, clients come and post their projects. This could be one-time projects or long-term projects. And there are providers, consultants, freelancers, who would bid on those projects and the best bidder wins. Now, Amin's question is that, I know that I'm a lot better than half of them, but I'm not getting any response to my proposal, which is basically an invitation to interview. And how do I break that barrier? So, I mean, I have done Upwork <laughs> in the past for a very long time. It was, it, it, it was called Elance back then. And uh, then it became Upwork. I think they, in somewhere they also had, um, there was another company they acquired and I think they combined it together and made it Upwork. So, um, and I was a very successful provider back then. <laughs> back in the day uh, when you didn't have Shopify as popular, you had uh, Yahoo e-commerce. And Yahoo e-commerce was a big deal. Like it, it was a more big deal than uh, what Shopify is today. Like, um, you know, and I was one of the top providers on Upwork for Yahoo e-commerce. So the, 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 the thing on Upwork is that regardless of how great you think you are, 
you will be able to get through interviews and through projects only if you have some work history because you you have to understand and again put yourself in the shoes of the customer the clients who are trying to hire folks on upwork and i have like i have been on the both sides of the table i have hired hired folks from upwork i have uh, provided services on upwork and therefore i can speak with some level of authority uh, on this regard so like i was saying that try to put yourself in the shoes of a uh, of a client if you post a project and you get 100 responses within 5 minutes and i'm not exaggerating i'm saying that there can be 100 responses in a minute also if you get 100 responses within a minute who would you want to work with and how would you shortlist candidates providers so number one thing you would look at is the history right do they have five star ratings do they have lot of five star ratings do they have positive uh, reviews i think the, the the first criteria would be to sort through that the second criteria would be okay i have shortlisted uh, 10 candidates let's say and now let's see out of those 10, 10 candidates who are closely related to the service they provide so you would probably look at their proposal what they are saying are they trying to address your requirements or have they placed a template bid <laughs> and and this is a menace on on a platform like uh, upwork that lot of folks who are placing the bids within a minute or two or first five minutes they are actually using a template and they're not talking about uh, the project requirements so one way you can differentiate is uh, if you don't have a solid history and ratings is that you talk about the project and you try to demonstrate how you can solve their problem and what experience or credentials you have uh, to back it up and that could be one way to get through second is that bid low i know i know i, I know it's it, it's not um, it's not productive but you have to like keep this in mind that you're trying to get some um, proof there social proof there not social proof i think the platform proof by the means of um, you know getting to like having to work with some clients and delivering them good experience earning their reviews and ratings and once you build that you can jack up your prices so in the initial stage there are three ways you can uh, counter that competition number one is that be as personalized as possible with your proposal number two offer competitive pricing and number three try to build a solid profile try to include a lot of work examples um work history and all of that and uh, when you submit a proposal try to include some relevant examples so those are some three ways you can differentiate i hope this is helpful to you i mean cool um and i and i wish you good luck man um if you keep trying i know it has become way more competitive now than what it used to be 10 years ago but uh you can still get through this so um next i have reema sure reema you have a question uh okay let's look at your question can we track request quote page from third party website will they allow you to put your tracking code there if the answer is yes then yes if not then probably it's not going to work there is another uh, way though provided uh, it's in a standard platform let's say calendly or there was equity scheduling 
there are third party platforms uh, and if you have an account there these platforms they offer some way to uh, track it so for example on calendly you can get a thank you page uh, if you are on a pro plan like paid plan as soon as you are on a paid plan they let you set up a thank you page url and with the thank you page url you can redirect the folks from calendly so they start scheduling the uh, calendar on your website go to calendly schedule the calendar and from there once they are done they have a thank you page you have thank you page url set up there after completion they are brought back to your website and therefore you are tracking the conversion on equity uh, scheduling it was a bit tricky i think i i did some um, something with iframe so um, it loads in iframe equity scheduling loads in iframe and i was able to read some css value out of that and uh, trigger the uh, you know tracking conversion action uh, through that code but it's a bit tricky and it's a bit tricky setup but it's possible uh, and it all depends on the platform i think there is another i i mean and there are some standard platforms like you know there is hubspot then there is salesforce all of these platforms like i said they offer you some mechanism to either read the javascript or css variables or they offer you a thank you page url so that's how you do it i hope this is helpful to you so uh, no shivam has a first question shivam so for ecom account i recently created a pmax campaign with budget of inr 3k per day in last 3 days it is serving mostly on youtube why it is youtube i can say more than 95 percent is 85% is spending on youtube only and then there is a follow up and on youtube it's mostly cold audience and because of that the performance is not up to the mark how we can push towards shopping network shivam the simple answer is that do feed only feed only campaign do not build any asset group uh, whatsoever uh, i think we discussed uh, feed only i have made a video about this uh, i will share the link of that video uh, towards the end of this live uh, live stream and um, it's actually i have built all the campaigns uh, for a new store no conversion history no solid conversion history and um, it's it's doing well so feed only is the answer in this case amin says thank you uh, you are welcome amin glad it's helpful and uh, then we have reema one more time it's a wix website but their form is in third part party and we don't have any way to talk to them uh, yeah <laughs> why don't you use uh, wix standard uh, whatever you know um, form or whatever features they have i think uh, with that there would be some way of tracking it i i think um, wix should be, because it's a standard platform they should have some way of uh, letting you track google ads or talk to their support if it is a third party app um it's difficult <laughs> do a google search and maybe give me the third party app's name and i can i can try and find if there is a way cool awesome i hope this is helpful uh let's see if we have other questions here not yet uh so shivam have you tried feed only if you have tried then uh let me know otherwise um and by the way i, I think um, 
Resina shared an example of feed only and asset only. So see, like for uh, starter PPC, she built, she tested this across five, six accounts and all of them worked. So what she did is she built a feed only PMAX campaign, performance max campaign, and she built asset only performance max campaign as well. I have not tried that um, because I wanted to just go the feed only route and uh, see how it goes and it's working so far really well. Okay, so Shabine, hey Shabine, welcome to Guided PPC podcast and live stream. Best way avoid bot impressions and conversions without using paid tools in display ads. I think majority of the um, bot impressions are through apps, right? Uh, on display campaigns. So apps is where the problem is. And there is a way to exclude all apps from display campaign. There is a URL that you can add as an exclusion and uh, it can exclude everything. Let me let me see if I can get that URL for you. Uh, it's there somewhere. I have it. Well, I don't have it handy right now. I will share this with you. But other than that, uh, if it is about conversions, conversions are through click farms. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, there is nothing much you can do about it. Um, <clears throat> But what you can do actually is try and increase the number of fields on your form and try and pre-qualify them, try and make it harder for bots and these click forms to fill those forms. If you have a very simple two, three fields in the form, they can easily fill it and, you know, uh, use this for their whatever AdSense or whatever uh, heck the heck they do. But if you, uh, if you want to get only qualified conversions, increase the number of fields, try as many relevant questions as you can ask your prospects. It will have, two things will happen. The bot conversions will reduce. And also the quality of conversions you get will increase. The quality will increase, not necessarily the number of conversions. You will see a drop in number of conversions in the short run. But uh, you know, once you start going for the higher quality conversions in the long run, it's going to benefit you and you, you will be able to uh, get the best out of it. Okay, so Shivam says, yes, I tried and it was not spending much. Uh, cool, and I have a follow-up question for you, Shivam. Did you give it a uh, target ROAS? If you give it a target ROAS, please let me know because that's the answer. If you've given a target ROAS, remove target ROAS. Let it run with maximized conversions for at least two weeks and see how that goes. I have seen it work without target ROAS and it can, I know it's a little bit frightening to go without target ROAS, but target ROAS is one big reason why your PMAX campaign would not deliver. But if you've not given it a target ROAS and it is still not work, try creating the performance max again. Hey, Rachna, is there any eligibility criteria to be featured alongside you on Guided PPC? Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a bank account. <laughs> and uh, you got to pay money to that bank account. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, why didn't you say this before? All right. Um, from website. So, Shabin, let's see. Uh, from website. So, uh, Sabine, from the website, just put a captcha. If it is just the website and not apps, uh, there are two things you can do. Uh, on the website, you can put a captcha and your bot conversions will reduce or stop altogether. 
But if it is the Google Ads problem, like I said, try and increase the number of uh, fields in the form so that uh, more qualified leads come through. It's mostly a Google Ads, not a Google Ads problem. It's a website, the web page problem. Like, like somebody is injecting through uh, code through your form and like able to utilize your form to send you uh, spam leads, spam conversions. At Sabine. Um, oh, this was a question for Sabine. <laughs> um, I don't know. I didn't get your question, Rashna. So Shivam Pandey, uh, no, it was on max conversion value. So if it was on max conversion value, there is one more check. Were the page titles uh, descriptive enough? Was there enough content on the description? Did your uh, page read well on Keyword Planner once you put the URL to test for uh, keywords? Was it triggering a good enough number of keywords? And did you have... Uh, dynamic remarketing tag firing properly. If all of those things were checked, and I, I think Shivam, because you have been at Solution Set, um, you would have checked all those things. It could be very well a bug with Performance Max campaign. Just stop that and restart with a new campaign. Uh, should I move to Max Convergence? Oh, no, no, no. Max conversion or max conversion value doesn't matter. I think you can keep it to max conversion value as well if you have like mixed pricing. So max conversion value uh, is fine. You can do it. Uh, try max conversion value. Yeah. Uh, the the feed-only campaign that I was talking about, especially for e-commerce, I think it's better to start with max conversion value, not max conversions. Because uh, on e-commerce, you will have different uh, price points and therefore max conversion value works better uh, in my experience. All right, we have a question from Vakas Ishak. Hey, Vakas, welcome to Guided PPC podcast and live stream. Hi, sir. Yesterday you told me about dynamic remarketing tag, and also you told me that I will show you my dashboard. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> could you uh, repeat your question, please? Because I, I'm kind of um, not. I don't remember the question. If you put your question, I will like give you the walkthrough from start, and I will explain step by step. Uh, uh, what needs to be done. Okay. I'm going to wait for, for some more time for uh, Wakas to uh, enter his question. Is there a setting which is not allowing people to post questions? Because I see there are eight, six people live here. Uh, but questions are not coming through. And uh, where are you guys getting, like joining from YouTube or LinkedIn? Because today I have like um, added uh, several more channels on the live stream. So it should be on Facebook, it should be on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, two profiles, one for guided privacy, one my personal profile, and then there is on Twitch as well. And I think there was one live stream on uh, Telegram. So a lot of channels added. I don't know what's happening. Um, okay. Walkers. Uh, I have started new campaign of new brand. Uh, yeah, and uh, I have started their Pmax, and now I spent two hundred per day, I guess, uh, but two conversions and only hundred sales. So if it's been like uh, early days, uh, I would I wouldn't worry too much about it. 
but there are a few things you need to check. Number one, check if, uh, if it is a feed-only campaign, okay? Number two, check if the product titles are descriptive, which means that the product titles should have some of those keywords that you want to target for each product. Uh, also check if the product page, uh, product description, and this you can check on, you know, Merchant Center as well. Check if the product description has content and it includes keywords uh, so that, you know, your, your shopping uh, ads, the, the products can find audience on shopping and search. The good way to test this is go to Keyword Planner and check if your uh, product page is pulling through keywords that you want to go after and it's pulling through a good number of keywords once you have checked that give this maximize conversion value bid strategy do not add target request yet work with maximize conversion value bid strategy only and give it at least like a two weeks time to scale to to settle down and don't judge the campaign performance until that two weeks period and and then see what happens because uh, performance max uh, is algorithm based uh, there are so many moving parts and it will take time for this to settle down provided also that you don't have any conversion history in place but coming back to the dynamic remarketing question so dynamic remarketing is uh, let me try and share my screen and show you what i'm talking about give me one moment let me try to load my page here See if I can pull up an account where I don't have anything sensitive. Oops, I opened Google Tag Manager. I'm going to open the ads. And uh, in the meantime, folks, uh, you can keep posting your questions. I will come to attend to it later. I'm just trying to show Vakas what is dynamic remarketing and what it looks like. Give me one more moment. Okay. So Yep, it's loading. I'm going to share once it's loaded. Dismiss. And okay. So let me share my screen and show it to you. So, okay, here. You can see my screen, right? So dynamic remarketing is basically, um, you go to tools and settings, audience manager. And here on the audience manager, uh, for an e-commerce account, account in particular, go to data sources and see if your tag is set up properly. So right now, Google Ads tag is not set up for this account. Uh, chances are that if you have set up a Google Ads uh, tag, uh, remarketing tag, sorry, this is a remarketing tag, by the way. Uh, if it is set up properly, you would see that the tag is set up, but there are, let me switch to another account and see if I can show you the e-commerce settings.
Give me a little more time here. Okay. So I actually have an account where um, it's not working and I want to show it to you so that you know what, what we're talking about here. Okay. Folks on the live stream, uh, I'm sharing my account ID. I'm not able to hide this, but don't abuse it. I'm going to mask it later. So uh, you are the privileged ones who are seeing this. Don't disclose this to anyone. <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, here is the example. All right, Vakas. Uh, here is the example. See, if your remarketing tag is not firing properly, you will get this issue. So make sure your dynamic remarketing tag is set up properly and there are ways to fix it, uh, set up it. You can find online tutorials, but the simplest way is that uh, call Google support and ask them to set up dynamic remarketing tag for you. Set up a call with tag assistant team for you uh, and they will set up this for you uh, once you have like, you know, access to Shopify, if it is Shopify. So one thing you have to make sure that it's set up properly is this. Once your, um, you know, dynamic remarketing tag, this is not set up properly. Therefore, there is this error, this alert that you see. Uh, very important that your e-com prod firing, you see. So in this case, it's firing at 3%. Looks like the tag is fixed now, but it's not fixed. Uh, it should be in the range of 15, 20% and above. If this parameter is firing and total value, these two are firing, then your performance max campaign can do dynamic remarketing, which means that it can uh, you know, do the prospecting at the top level and show the same product ad to the person who saw the ad for the first time and didn't convert. This dynamic remarketing is super, super important for your e-commerce campaign to scale properly. So um, make sure that your tag is set up properly, e-com product ID and total value is firing. And it's, uh, you know, as you go along, you will um, get to the range of 15, 20% and that should be a healthy range. How to set this up? Like I said, call Google support. Ask them to set up a call with Google Tag Assistant team. Tag, not assistant, implementation team. So tag implementation team and ask them that you want them to set up dynamic remarketing on your website. That's the easiest way if you don't know coding. But if you know the bit of coding, you can very well go ahead and do it yourself. There are a bunch of tutorials available. Cool. Um, I hope this is helpful to you, Vakas. Thanks, Santos. You are welcome, Shivam Pandey. By the way, have you moved on from solutions or what? Looks like you have. Uh, but client want early results. Well, so, Vakas, uh, if they want early results, then um, there are ways that you can do. So you can do a broader mission campaign. So set up a brand campaign There is a with brand keywords. Then set up a non-brand campaign with very, very targeted keywords around your products and uh, run this with maximized conversion bid strategy. Not maximize conversion value, maximize conversion bid strategy, highly qualified keywords in broad match. That's the broad mission strategy. So broad match, pure broad keywords with automated bid strategy is 
the broad mission strategy run a broad mission campaign it it can do uh, you know it can get you traction faster but um, check those few things like you know dynamic remarketing is not for short term it's for long term so uh, if you want really like fix it in short run try to fix the product titles and uh, try to fix the product description and embed some keywords there and then run this with feed only performance max campaign no assets uh, no audience signal only the feed uh, in that there, there should be one campaign performance max campaign where you have an asset uh, asset group which only has the feed and the url of your, of your website or preferably the home page and there is no asset uh, no audience signal and run that as feed only campaign works like um, smart shopping uh, but it can it can work really well that's the short term strategy you can also set up one more campaign which is dynamic search ads campaign and uh, set up like provided that your product pages are actually uh, getting you uh, you know keywords so here is the test how you can do it let me go back to this screen and show you what i mean by whether or not your your uh, product pages are set up well for set up well for um, traffic or traction so let's say i go to this page and let's say i, I put a dummy store here amazon amazon.com what if i put this url on this good banner start with a website and see what kind of keywords it would attract and i will do this for this page only the home page of amazon you will see that it's triggering a bunch of keywords like 319 keywords it triggered so do this test test for your website also if it's pulling in this kind of keywords there is a good possibility that your feed only performance max campaign will work um if it's not pulling in these sort of keywords uh, which are relevant and they have volume and there are a good number of keywords then you need to work on the website uh, page content for every product uh, you could also try actually uh, standard shopping by the way for short term results don't do pmax if provided your product pages are uh, well optimized for seo and content you can do standard shopping as well and once you have like some performance history dialed in you can switch to performance max one more question if we upgrade from ua to ga4 we have to set up all things which is present in ua um not only that so the answer is yes you have to set up everything from scratch not only that you will also lose your data so whatever data you have in ua will not transfer over to ga4 so better to start setting up ga4 now so that by the time the switch is enforced by google you will have some data in place uh, through ga4 so sooner the better cool well we are 42 minute past it and uh, some really interesting questions so far and i hope this is helpful to you guys if not then uh, i have another another story to tell you and by the way vakas uh, i hope you you can watch this recording in later and figure out all those things 
yes, let me go back to my screen here and show you another story here. Share another case study, not story. <laughs> I keep saying story. It's not a story, but a... a So, this, uh, this is about, this is about a client, who is also a retail client. Oops, it's not loading. Give me one minute, guys. Let me load this page. internet sucks uh, yeah maybe we can drop this for the next one I will make a video about it um, it's very difficult to load while I'm sharing my screen and uh, talk about it so I will maybe do it offline record the video and share this with you guys but if you're, there are no more questions then we can wrap it up here and uh, see you guys next Saturday sorry next Friday cool awesome thank you so much uh, Wakash, Shabin, Shivam, Amin, Rachna, and who else joined today? Who else asked question? Uh, that's all. Thank you, guys. I hope this is helpful to you. See you.